on the beast. Eat, sleep, flex, and repeat. Whole new swag with a price on the tag. Coming live from the west to the east. Better recognize on the mouthpiece. See the power level gotta increase. Bringing content on the daily. Feeling like Gresham Leach. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary pals, and everybody in between. Welcome back to the Grush Unleashed podcast, but this is a different type of feel because, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second annual end of the year awards 2022. We didn't do last year because life happened, but we are back here this year. It is Grush Unleashed and Life's a Botch podcast representing or presenting you the end of the year awards. I am the voice that does the most. Gresh, joining me as always is is one, my right hand man, the one half of the one of the tag team champs of the podcasting game, repping that nice Ice Cube T shirt. It is the he is the one and only my boy, Mister Highlight Real. What's good with your brother? Hey, what's going on, brother Gresh? Hey, listen, it's great to be back in the building. You know what I'm saying? With the homie Grash, the tag team duo of the year, if I do say so myself. That's I think it's safe to say that's our uh, annual that's our, award, that's right? That's our annual thing. We're a tag team of the year. We're we, we on this podcasting game. We, we, we knock still, it out. Still standing. Still standing, Still baby. standing. Ready to go. Yep. Let's and go. for those of you who don't know, this is episode 31. This is the season finale of the Gresham Lease podcast. This is the last episode of the year. What One hell of a year. 31 episodes produced. Also, a special shout out to my my main co-host, Swallow the Bandit. She she isn't here yes, for sir. this episode, but she, we gave her her swung song for this season. Last episode, episode thirty, where we, we where we reviewed uh, WWF Raw from two thousand and one. Hilarious! Uh, you guys should go check that out if you haven't already done so. Uh, it, it, I, I, it was my it was my mission, my twenty twenty two mission, to basically make her break out of nowhere. Every single episode, and I'm pretty sure I got her to break 29 out of 31 episodes. So <clears throat> we're good. I'm I, 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 mission accomplished for for <laughs> for your boy to make her break because she she could not hold it in. But yo, shout out to her, love her, and we'll see her next episode. But but for the yo for those of you who are new around here, this is the Gresham Leaves podcast, and we're gonna give you a little. Tidbit of what we got going on. This is the end of year awards. We got some nice categories for you guys. We got male superstar of the year, female superstar of the mm. year, overall superstar mm. of the year. Uh, we got tag team, faction, breakout moment of the year, return of the year, biggest surprise, biggest WTF moment that made you go like, what the just happened? But the LOL moment where we just died laughing or we just could not control our, our laughter. Extreme hardcore moment of the year. Real life legendary moment where we pay tribute to those who are who are biggest wrestling fans or who are affiliated with wrestling who basically, uh, I guess you can say, paved the way or made a big impact here in the wrestling industry. We give our our honors that last year's was obviously Shad Gaspar. Or the last last edition, which was 2020, was Shad Gaspar and the late great Brody Lee, Mister John Huber. So we're going to name two more inductees, if you will, for this uh, episode, for part one, uh, because part two will take place over on Life's a Botch podcast, representing uh, OTS Media, so you guys can follow them, so you can keep it up, keep it locked on what is going on with the Life's a Botch podcast. Uh, this episode will be coming out on December 15th, and the episode of with Highlight will more than likely drop a little bit after that, and then that's the end of 2022 for 
your ta- your favorite tag team. But if but hey, we don't want to keep you guys waiting too long. Let's get right to it. But first, let's catch up with you. Let's so what you been up to, Mr. Highlight? How's your 2022 been? Because this this year is gone. This year is literally gone. We literally like three weeks and then this year is done. So Yeah, man. Tell me about it. Like it's 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 flying. Well, uh, first and foremost, uh it's been a great 2022. Uh it's had its uh, up and down and in between moments in a good way, like every year always has with anyone. So uh, but it's been a fun ride, man. I've been grateful. Uh, you know, still riding strong with my oos right here, man, doing our thing. Life's a Bosch podcast, uh, highlight reel the phenomenon, you know, been busy with the gigs again, man. We just all over the all, all over the map, you know. Uh, but we got some stuff, you know, so about that time of year to sit back, kind of plan, see how we want to do next year bigger and better. That's the Jordan year, 23, baby. So, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna really go all out. And then we got the Kobe year the year after. So two strong years of grinding coming uh for the people, you know what I mean? So we're we gonna make sure we do that. And uh, oh yeah. In case uh, our boy Gresh didn't already mention, you know, your boy celebrated years, another year of life, you know, as of a couple of days ago. So shout out to 33, man, in a 23-year. You know what I'm saying? Crazy, man. Crazy. 33, That's man. flying by, too. I'm I'm literally about to hit the back door of 30 because next year I'll be 29. Bro. And after that, I'll be the big 30. I'll be the dirty 30. That is my goal. 30, 30, man. That's my goal to hit 30 because I know a lot of I know a lot of cats, individuals my age aren't really uh-huh. making it to 30. Uh whether yeah. it's by life choice life. or by life just hitting them. So that's mm-hmm. my goal. I, I I have real life moments with my family. I'm like, yo, I'm, my goal is to literally hit 30. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's my goal is to hit yeah. 30 and then live beyond that. Because it, it used to be people wanted to hit 50 and 60. They'd be like, I got my whole life ahead of you. Mm. Mm-mm. But nah, so it's like live life yeah. the fullest, live life like it's golden, live life basically to the fullest potential. And then if anybody tells you uh, anything negative, you need new friends. That's that's literally all I, I can tell you. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> before we move on to today's part, to today's uh, categories, uh, Patreon, Grush Unleashed. We got a few house house notes, uh, final house notes of the year. Patreon exclusive content is back, which includes the Watching Vibe videos where we react to a classic match or whatever we decide to watch. It could be a classic cartoon, whatever we throw on, we react with you. And if you haven't already, episodes one through four are available now with a new one dropping this Friday. Those who are new, it's just $1 to join, and watching Vibe is available for all tiers. And if you want to join the club, you can do so today. All right, now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let us get into... Let us get into the categories for the end of the year wars, this has been one hell of a year. There's so much wrestling. A lot of people didn't make the didn't make the list because we were we're, we're literally winging it. Uh, I'm not even, we're not even gonna lie to you. We're, we're winging it because we. It, this is what happens when you watch so much wrestling. When you watch nonstop wrestling, a lot of moments and OMG moments literally slips your brain. So it could be some categories that didn't make it, but it's always next year because I think the goal is to. Even though there's a lot of moments, it's, it's, it's your, it should be your goal as a wrestler or a wrestling fan to stand out. So if you have moments that didn't stand out, you probably didn't make the list, but it's okay. And also, if you haven't already, make sure, well, if you haven't already, we are going to also 
decide the winners, or you, the listener, will decide the winner if you have voted over on www.grushunleashed.com end of the year awards category where we where we gave you a nice little little plethora of lists. You had uh, LGBTQIA Superstar Wrestler of the Year, Tag Team of the Year, Faction of the Year, Return of the Year, and we all you also had best Twitter game. So if you feel like somebody had the best Twitter game that made you laugh, cry, interact, that you just felt like they deserved all the, all their flowers for representing the wrestling business on social media the right way, that's what you chose. And also you have announced team of the year, best podcast of the year. We didn't I didn't put my I didn't put this podcast because that's that, that I didn't want to give myself a big head, but we did one of the categories is the Life's a Box podcast. So if you Wow. Voted on your on the best podcast of the year, then you got yo, you, you got you got you gave you gave your favorite podcast their praise, and also you, the final <laughs> choice for you guys is best fan reaction of the year. You have the return, but then you have some returns that didn't really get that desired fan reaction. So, what was the best fan reaction of the year? You guys vote on that. Let's start with the LOL moment of, of the year, the LOL award. The categories or the nominees, excuse me, the nominees are Sami Zayn forcing the bloodline to break character on TV where he was saying he they're not feeling oozy. Nyla Rose steals Jade Cargill's TBS Women's Championship belt and actually poses as Jade Cargill during her mat- matches in the preceding weeks. RK Bro versus Alpha Academy in an academic challenge on Monday Night Raw. And the you're not Usy chance to John Moxley on AEW Dynamite. So we're going. So wow. here's how we're going to determine the winner of this illustrious thing. Because we're not going to lie to you. We're going to flip a, a proverbial coin to see who gets to, po- to who gets to pick the winner. So basically, we're hot potatoing. He picks a winner. I pick a winner. And we have to tell you and the the listener viewer. And our and each other while we pick this one. So we're going to start with you. You pick the L- highlight picks the LOL moment of the year between those four categories. Man, ooh, good choices here. But I am going to I'm going to go with my winner of this one being Sami Zayn making the bloodline break character um, for one. Shout out to you, sir, Sir Sammy. Uh, you win this award, my friend. You have just shown your lanes all around of what you can do. And by far, in this moment, you showed the people exactly why you are that dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, honorable mention in this award, actually, can also go to Sammy Zayn. And so you could probably even split it if he wants. For the fact that he had a match at WrestleMania with Johnny Knoxville, a whole jackass match. That whole match in itself was an LOL, getting smacked by a whole hand, you know, in the middle of a match. Uh, So, you know, Sammy, you've just been golden with your comedy all year, my friend. And, And in ways that when you're making the bloodline break character, when you're making the top heel of the company, the man of the company, the man of the locker room, you're making him laugh. You're making the guy that's supposed to not like you laugh on the slick. Yeah, Jay, you too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you even making Solo laugh, bro. Like Solo trying to hold it in and be serious. And he's laughing. 
mission accomplished. So for that, congrats to you, Sami Zayn. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have the biggest WTF moment of the year. And this mm. is quite the nominees. So the nominees for biggest WTF moment of the year. Brock Lesnar flipping over the ring at SummerSlam. Naomi and Sonya Deville's entire feud. What was the end game? What was the point? Cody Rose working hell in the cell injured with the purple tick because he had torn his pet off the bone. Both 2022 Royal Rumble matches this year. What was the point? Why was this a thing? CM Punk's meltdown at the medium scrum following AEW All Out or as some people call Brawl Out. A Steel reportedly biting Kenny Omega. Was the man hungry? Did he not have a Snickers before they had their little face-to-face? -face? The world may never know. Sammy Guevara in general. The backstage altercations, uh, doing whatever on TV. Just Sammy Guevara in general. The Miz versus Dexter Loomis' entire feud. What was the point of this? Like, the end game didn't really feel natural. It just felt like, oh, shit, we got to come up with something. Vince McMahon retiring from WWE. Christian talks about Jack Perry or Jungle Boy's dad, his dead dad, by the way, and going savage with his mom saying, I'm going I'm to bang your wife, your mom. I'm like, all right. And last but not least, Jeff Hardy's DUI again because it was on film and it was a pretty big, okay, what the fuck. So this time I have to pick... And the winner is, oof, all these are good categories. And I'm going to have to go with Vince McMahon retiring from WWE. I ain't going to lie to you. I thought that man was going to die behind that chair. <laughs> I, I legit thought, I'm like, are you, like, when I saw that, that man put out a tweet saying, I'm, I'm at the age of 77 or however old he, he's lying about, because I swear that man is older than 77. But he, he, he basically said, I am retiring effective immediately from WWE. Triple H is in charge of creative. He didn't say all that, but Triple H is in charge of creative. Stephanie McMahon is co-CEO with uh, Nick Khan. Now she's the chairwoman. I thought that man was going to retire in behind that chair. I thought he was going to... Just do that, but the honorable men honorable mention for this would be Cody Rhodes working hell in the cell, injured. That man literally worked an entire twenty plus minute match with one arm. Comedy gold. That was that was that was meme worthy for you, like most of this year, my friend. Like all you like, bro. Your whole tit was Barney color. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was it was yeah. No worse you could do to it, and yet it was like. Yeah, because apparently on Reddit, the do a doctor said if it's completely torn off the bone, there's nothing else. He can literally do whatever he wants with it because there's nothing else. It's no more damage that could be done to it because it was literally off the bone. So That man. That man is crazy. That man is... Wrestling with burns on his back, going to flaming tables, wrestling. I think I put a tweet. I was like, why did you do this, man? And he actually responded. He was like, it was like it was just the love of the game or something like that. And I'm like, if he put a long response, somebody put it on there. I, Cause I wasn't expecting that man. Cause I didn't, I didn't act the man. I literally just said, "Oh, like, hey, bro, what you do this for?" Like that's all I could say. Like, what you do this for? And I guess he vanity searched himself because I don't know how you saw it <laughs> and decided to respond. Cause I'm not following you. You're not following me. You just literally just responded. I'm like, huh? All right. But yeah, man, <laughs> that was that was great. Point taken. <laughs> 
this next one don't really have nominees because uh it was so many moments, but breakout moment of the year. So what we're gonna do with this one, we're going to so we're both going to look at look back at this year and ponder on in the next 30 seconds. Well, what you feel like was the like the breakout moment for someone who's not been pushed, who's not really been like they didn't have the company themselves did not have the full attention of them on they didn't have the full spotlight. Who do you feel was like who had a breakout moment this year? So I am going to give this award right off the top um, just because this person was the first person I thought of in that moment. And I do remember going back to that moment, how I felt personally for this person when they got to that level and was like, wow, they did it. You know, fans had wanted this person to do this for so long and they finally had that moment. So I'm going to give this moment of the year to Liv Morgan winning the money in the bank ladder match. Uh, given the people she was in the ring with, no one expected that. Um, you know, she, with all the women you would have named, it was very resemblant of Trish Stratus uh, winning the Women's mm. Championship at the 2001 Survivor Series when they had that, um, like, I think it was like a six, a seven-pack women's kind of thing where they just had women go at it and whoever won was the champ. And Trish was one of the last people you expected to win that. And when she right. did... It was like her moment of okay, you're you're arriving. Like they're starting to believe and push you. So um, I'm giving that to live. And then you know the bigger surprise is just the fact that she even then goes on to win it at, at the end at the same time. So really accomplishing two things at once uh, really signified and solidified that Liv has put in that work. She's improved a lot from when she started. To those who remember her, those NXT days. And, uh, you know, when she was Jersey as hell, Jersey is all get out. You know what I mean? When you look at that live and you look at the live, you see now you can't help but give her her props for what she has done this year. Uh, so let's see if momentum carries itself going into next year or the years prior. But uh, in this moment, congratulations to you. Morgan. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And as far as who I give this breakout moment of the year, I have 30 seconds to come up with this. For my breakout moment, it had to be Wardlow. I had to give it to mm. I had to okay. give it to Wardlow. Wardlow finally turning on. It was a slow build. It was, I guess you can call it the Batista-esque build mm -hmm. of him breaking free of MJF. MJF's Triple H, basically. MJF was Triple H and Wardlow was basically Batista. He was breaking free. The crowd was getting behind him. They had the whole nine where he had to jump through hoops, and he finally had his moment at that. I believe it was, what was that? Double or nothing this year? Double or nothing, yeah. Uh, where he found, where he squashed literally, he squashed the hell out of MJF. So, and it was it was his moment. So I had to, even though the follow up wasn't the best at all, that was mm -hmm. his moment. It, it it basically made you feel like okay, Wardlow has arrived. So I had to give my break my breakout moment for twenty twenty two would be Wardlow finally freeing himself from MJF. That's a good one. I like that. I like that moment a lot. All right. Now let's look at extreme hardcore moment of 2022. The nominees mm. are, we have three. The nominees are Darby Allen's standing senton bomb on Jeff Hardy from the ring on top of a ladder to the outside into into the standing steel chairs. Samoa Joe's muscle buster 
on Darby on the wheels of a skateboard. So that man hit a yeah. whole muscle buster on this man. You cannot pay me to take that bump at all. That looked like <laughs> the silent cry that I will be still letting out to this day from feeling that. Cause you know how you got that, you got mm. the cry, but then you got that, you got that cry where you don't, you can't even make noise anymore. That'd be me. Mm-hmm. Cause I'd be like, Yeah, you, I'll, just be, I'll just be screaming. Oh, yeah. And then, you're like, ah, ah, ah. Like, like, it's going to be on your, you're going to be on that, you're going to be on that black man, boy. My, my back. There it and is. then the final nominee is Jeff Hardy's Swanton off the ledge through the table. And then I actually have one more that literally just popped up to me. I believe Liv Morgan's <laughs> little centon through the table to on SmackDown. Ah, Lacey Evans, yeah. Was it Lacey Evans or Sonya Deville? Was it Lacey Evans? Uh, Lacey Evans. She did one to Lacey Evans, yeah. Okay. I so I, I had to throw that one on there because because Liv has been having one hell of a year. I had to give her give her that props. And also... Okay. Okay. Throw one, one last one. Becky Lynch's uh, leg drop from on top of this of uh, War Games. Those those are our nominees. And this one is up for you to decide. So highlight the the floor is yours. Whoo! So this one's a very interesting, edgy kind of situation here, uh, for sure. Uh, you gotta love the extreme of everything. And uh, if I had to choose any of these right now as a winner. I am going to give this one to none other than one of the kings of the extreme, if you will, and the uh, OG member of Team Extreme. I'm going to give this one to Jeff Hardy in AEW in that street fight, I believe it was. Um, Falls count anywhere. Uh, You know, give it up for Jeff Hardy, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Classic extreme moment from one of the OGs of the extreme world. Uh, I mean, that was a very retro-esque Jeff Hardy moment to to do something that he we haven't seen him do in a while actually so to to say you know what yeah this isn't high enough for me let me climb back up to something even higher and just completely drop you know it, it, it just adds to the classic highlight reel of uh, Jeff Hardy extreme moments so I'm gonna give that one to you sir Hardy yes sir so Har- Jeff Hardy wins the extreme hardcore match or moment excuse me of the <laughs> but speaking of match we might as well go ahead and switch it over to match of the year Ooh. for 2022 oh the nominees this is a stacked list but we have the nominees the nominees are in the nominees are bianca bella versus becky lynch for the raw women's championship at wrestlemania night one bianca belair versus bailey in the last woman standing match for the raw women's championship at wwe crown jewel 2022 I'm about to pivot a little bit. Carmelo Hayes versus Ricochet at NXT Worlds Collide 2022. The men's war games match at Survivor Series 2022. MJF versus John Moxley for the AEW World's Heavyweight Championship at Full Gear. The Elite versus Death Triangle in a trios match for the AEW Trios World Championship at Full Gear 2022. The ROH Four-way match. It was Chris Jericho defending against Claudio Castagnoli 
versus Sammy Guevara versus Brian Danielson at Full Gear. Then we have Street Profits versus The Usos at Money in the Bank for the Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. Then we have Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaimed for the AEW World Tag Team Championships at AEW All Out. Sheamus versus Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship at Clash at the Castle 2022. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre for the Undisputed WWE Universal Championship at Clash at the Castle 2022. Seth Rollins versus the injured Cody Rhodes inside Hell in a Cell at Hell in a Cell 2022. And Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter for the AEW Interim at the time, now Undisputed Women's World Championship at AEW Full Gear. The, the floor is mine. And this is quite the list that I have to pick from. But from, I didn't have to pick this one. <laughs> from an emotional standpoint, from an investment standpoint, since I have to pick one match, we're going to give this category honorable mention, basically second place. I'm going to have to give this, oof, so many hitters. I'm going to have to give this one to... Do, do, do. The Street Profits versus the Usos at Money in the Bank. Ooh, okay. The reason why, because the, the way the, the crowd was crazy that night, mm -hmm. the Usos have not missed at all in 2022. Not one match mm. that have looked away during their matches. And... It was it was it wasn't it wasn't just a breakout moment for the street profits. Angelo Dawkins, he's been seeing everybody's tweets talking about Montez is gonna be the one that leave him behind. And he like, now hold on, bro. Let me show mm -hmm. you something right quick. Man went crazy. Mm -hmm. I have to get that, but my honorable mention, since it, it since I could not choose this one, would be Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Ooh, okay. Okay. That is my honorable I mention. Second that. And since since I had to pick one, I'm gonna get you give you an honorable mention. Who do you feel like should be an honorable mention that that needs that respect, even though they didn't win, but they get that respect. I am going to give that honorable mention to man. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, since you mentioned it in your honorable mention, I'm gonna go ahead and give my honorable mention to Sheamus versus Gunther at Clash of the Castle. Uh, because it was historic in terms of the fact that WWE has not had a major PLE in the UK in forever. Uh, so how hungry the crowd was, the UK crowd, it was not American, so it was different. It was more explosive. They weren't trying to get uh, themselves over. The fact, they weren't trying to get themselves over. Uh, you had two guys who you it was a dream match for real, for real, because that was one of the ones that people wanted to see for the longest, and it, we got it. You know, uh, in, a, in a fashion that we expected. Hard-hitting, chest-slapping, you name it. Straight-up stiff, all kind of things. And uh, so it it told it sold itself and told its own story. Um, but I do like your honorable mention as well because that's what I also was going to almost give to because of that year-long storytelling. Right. Behind right. it. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> it's... It's it you know a uh, solid list, but I like I like the winner. I'm not mad at the winner. Uh, I, definitely, that was such a banger. Shout out to the Usos uh, and shout out to Street Profits too, man. I mean, they've been one of those underrated bangers because they've been putting on a lot of bangers lately this year. So keep doing yeah, what you're doing, to. fellas. 
All right, next up, we have the biggest surprise of 2022. We have the nominees are for this category is Ronda Rousey returns at the Royal Rumble to eventually win the women's Royal Rumble match. Bailey returning from injury after over a year at SummerSlam. John Moxley squashing CM Punk for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship on Dynamite this past summer. Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux's uh, return at on SmackDown this summer or fall, whenever it was like September. So, uh, Johnny Gargano's return to WWE, where they just played his music out of nowhere and just popped everybody. And Sasha Banks and Naomi walks out on WWE. Highlight, the floor is yours. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is a very tough list. Um, you know what? If I'm going to choose any of these, I'm going to give the winner of this one to Sasha Banks and Naomi's walkout in WWE. Uh, reason being is just the fact that that was very unexpected, y'all. It was it was one of those things. Uh, and then you thought, given that now we still have not seen either one of them back in the company since that walkout. At that time, you thought like, okay, maybe this is a storyline kind of thing. They'll be back within a few weeks or a month or two. But month after month after month after month has passed by. We've heard about it where like there's talks that they may be back this and that triple h takes over still nothing they're still out there living their best lives and it looks like they may miss it but they're not really missing it at the same time because they're living their lives so like meanwhile since that moment happened it was definitely dominated pretty heavily in the uh conversation side of things uh podcasts all over gave their thoughts and views on it and I just, yeah, I have to give it that moment because we still to this day have not seen them back in the company since that walkout. Uh, but my honorable mention from that would probably go towards CM Punk and John Moxley. Uh, yeah, because that threw, that threw everybody off. Yeah, nobody, that was a match people were looking forward to, like for real, for real. You built it up like a big deal. And then all of a sudden, it just, in a blink of an eye, it was over. And you're like, what? <laughs> and, and you should have known something was up because I just remembered that match wasn't even the main event. And that's the sad part. It wasn't even the main event. So we knew, like, wait a minute, why is this match going on now? So we should have known something was fishy because we're like, wait, what? this isn't the main event? We thought this is the main event. You built it like it was the main event. And then all of a sudden, it's over in a matter of seconds. And we're like, what the freak? Nobody even remembers the rest of that show after that. You <laughs> were too busy talking about that. So, yeah, that's 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 my good honorable mention on that one. Do you have an honorable mention um, out of these categories that even if they didn't win, Gresh? Johnny Gargano returned to WWE. That was, that, that literally, I was watching it and they went to commercial break, came back. Rebel Heart, the the good version, not the crappy version they got now, but the good version mm-hmm. played, and you you like like hold on, who who this? Mm-hmm. And then he walked out. You like oh oh, because wasn't no dirt sheet. 
want no mm-hmm. announcement. It literally they just played the music and go out there. And the crowd mm-hmm. didn't act didn't, didn't didn't act like they didn't know who he was. They knew who exactly who he was. They were shocked like we all were. They was like, what? Mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano returned. That threw me off. That threw me for a loop. Karrion Cross's return oh. kind of made me laugh because he had that hairstyle that looked like an angry car salesman. So I was more, more mainly laughing at his hair than anything else. But but other than that, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not the angry car salesman. So, okay. but yeah, Johnny Gargano returning. That's my honorable mention for for that one. Speaking of returns, we might as well go right back to the breakouts moment. So, because you can't have really breakout moments without breakout stars. So now we're gonna have to go with the next two categories, which is breakout stars for the male and the female. I will choose the female. You will choose the male. Let's start with the let's, let's start with the female category for the breakout star for the for the female the ladies the nominees are Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez, Mandy Rose, Julia Hart of House of Black, Liv Morgan, Tasha Steeles, Rhea Ripley, and Jamie Hayter. Now the winner for this is tough because. There's a lot of them. Like I, I watch NXT when I can, and even though it's not perfect, it has its moments. And a lot of these women, they've been standing out. But if I were watching, if I was watching Impact a lot more, I would probably give this to Tasha. But seeing as I don't really watch Impact like I probably <laughs> should, I'm going off mm-hmm. of what I, who I watch. And the breakout moment for me, well, the breakout star for me is none other than Jamie Hayter. Because it culminated mm. in her winning the AEW Women's World Champion. The honorable mention will have to go to another champion, that being the NXT Women's Champion. Because as much as a lot of people give her flack, and as much as, as a lot of her matches weren't as memorable during her year-long title reign, I, can't, I cannot discredit the fact that she has evolved from the blonde, the blonde that slipped at WrestleMania that one year. So we're not we're not going to talk about that no more. But she she basically elevated uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane in Toxic Attraction. She I got to give her her flowers because she has improved. So my honorable mention would be Mandy Rose. Who will be your honorable mention? Who? Okay, my honorable mention out of the ladies. Um, I think I'm going to give my honorable mention to Cora Jade on this one. Um, most in part, uh, because of the fact that since turning heel, despite how we might've felt in the way it was done, Mm -hmm. she has really embraced this, uh, heel persona. She went from being what she thought was just a natural baby face, uh, a little bit on it. She's one of those where, um, she shows she can be a baby face if need, if need be, but she really excels at being a heel right now. Like this is her her pocket, and it's very Sasha Banks esque. Uh, when you look at early Sasha when she was starting out, she was that same kind of thing. She was that that goody two shoes kind of baby face, and once she really got in her bag and got that character going, she turned into the ultimate heel, which then kind of naturally turned into that baby face like persona. So uh, for Cora, 
I think that's the same case with her. It'll just transition uh, to when she gets even bigger and brother. Still a lot more improvement to do, of course. The sky is the limit for her. But uh, she is definitely showing that she's blossoming a lot faster than anticipated. Next up for the men's side, the male breakout star of the year, the nominees are Ricky Starks, Absolute, Powerhouse Hobbs, Carmelo Hayes, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, Madcap Moss, Wardlow, Hook, and Solo Sikor. Who do you pick, Mr. Hotline? Oh my goodness, this is this is this is tough. This is really, really tough. Like beyond tough for me right now. But if I so had to choose, I am going to easily go off this list and I am going to choose none other than Solo Sequoia as the breakout star of this year. Um, reason being is quite simple. Uh, it was it was a given from the jump. The moment we saw this man walk through the curtain, we knew, oh, he is legit. Like, not only does he look like his brothers, <laughs> but we already know what's up when we see this man get in the ring. We know you the truth. And he proved it. He did it his way. He went through the developmental. He shined. And much like any member of the family, paid his dues. And then, boom, next thing you know, he breaks out in another format. Shows right up to help out the family. Right. Even though we knew he didn't want it, we knew he didn't want to do it that way, but you couldn't pass that up, man. When the family's on fire and you're part of the family, you gotta join it, man. So uh he very much can make another category of this in the event that if the bloodline, when the bloodline faction officially disbands, he can take off on his own in another year, but we got like some years from now before that happens. So right now in this moment, given his transition from NXT superstar to full on bloodline superstar. Yeah. Given this one, the solo he's been protected and he's been doing his thing as an enforcer of the bloodline. Sweet. Honorable mentions. Ooh, uh, my honorable mention on that one definitely goes to none other than Carmelo Hayes, man. I mean, this guy's, (laughs) <laughs> what hasn't he done all year that you haven't loved a whole total package you know he's got the charisma the mic skills uh he's dripping you know what i'm saying uh with the look you know what i mean and in the ring he can there's nothing he can't do you know uh so you know uh, i you could throw trick in there as a one b with him you know since they're a com package deal uh right. <laughs> you know but uh yeah, yeah, I gotta give that honorable mention to Carmelo. How about you, brother? Oh, my honorable mention. We got the same honorable mention. It's Carmelo Hayes. So that man has been killing the NXT. His match with Ricochet, his match uh, with uh, Axiom. That's gonna happen soon. He's gonna be in. In he was in this Iron Survivor match. I already know without a doubt he showed up and showed out. So, man, the sky's the limit. I'm just ready for that LeBron Breaker match versus Carme- versus versus him. So we can uh, finally get that man either win the title or like let him. If if someone takes that title off of Braun Breaker, it, it should be Carmelo. And I agree. Then, yeah. Let let him run with it for a little bit and then put him on the main roster. Don't rush him to the main roster. Like take your time. 
That that is that that man is a diamond in the rough. You do not want to rush greatness. Take your time. I agree. I agree. Yeah, that no, that's a that's a perfect thing to do because it's either you have him lose to Braun Breaker and he goes to main roster, or you have Braun Breaker lose to him and then Braun goes to main roster. He runs for a bit, and then whoever you want to beat Carmelo that's ready enough, and then boom, give him his send off. So yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. All right, next up we have best mic game. So this superstar has basically spent this entire year just killing it on the mic, no slip-ups, any dialogue, whether it's, re- whether it's predetermined or rewritten for them or basically off the cuff. They've been killing it ever since. And the nominees for best mic game of 2022 are MJF, CM Punk, Eddie Kingston, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Cowboy Brock, Absolute Ricky Starks, Seth freaking Rollins, and before he got injured, Randy Orton. So for Mm. me, since I have to pick this one, I'm going to have to go with the most memorable promos from this year. I have to give it to MJF. Mm. The kid has been killing it. I, I can't lie to you. The, the kid has been killing it. Like it, it, he got schooled up by Ricky. I almost gave it to Ricky on that last promo they had out. But I can't discount the fact that this entire year that he he's had on the mic. Uh, he, every time he he talked on that microphone, you paid attention. The you fucking Mark thing came from that man because he was when he went in on on Tony Khan. So that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That man. He the sky's the limit for him too. It's so many people in this industry that is like, yo, the sky is the limit. All they gotta do is keep their head down, keep that, keep it, stick to the grind. Don't be creepy, don't be weird, and go and just mm-hmm. go off. He's one of them. Just go off. Mm-hmm. Don't don't be weird. Don't don't mess around. Don't mess around with people that you ain't got no business messing around with, and just do your thing. That's it. Mm-hmm. My honorable mention is Roman Reigns because. That man has had some some little gem hidden gems throughout this year as well. But overall, I have to go with MJF. Who you who you feel got that honorable mention on your on your side? Honestly, dude, I am right on par with you for that one. I am um, I am gonna basically just sit there and say that at the end of the day, Roman has been in his bag, and so has MJF. It's it's ironic. Uh, it's been the top two pillars of their companies, if you'd say so. I mean, I'd say, say MJF is pretty much that top pillar now, uh, being the champ and everything, and the company is going to run through him for at least the next two years. Uh, so, hey, man, uh, <laughs> you know, it's 1A, 1B here. Uh, MJF got it. He took the crown, but Roman is... Right there behind, so you're right there behind. Uh, you. Probably the head of the table. Not, hopefully, the head of the table does not see this. Uh, <laughs> he may say otherwise, but you know, um, tribal mm. chief. You know, don't worry. You know, no offense. You know, you still, you know, you got the honorable mention. I know that's not good enough for the, for the family, so don't disband <laughs> us. But <laughs> still, you know, we're yeah, giving that to that. MJF. Yeah. yeah gotcha. Speaking of yeah. best mic game, we might as well just talk about and give. Props to people who gave us some nice mic drop moments because that's the next category for mic drop moments of 2022. There's a lot of nominees on this one, but we had to narrow it down. 
Uh, the nominees are Maxi Pad versus The Pebble that Ricky starts and MJF promo from Dynamite from December 7, 2022 to build up to their Winter is Coming match. Hell of a promo. Gave Ricky Starks his shining moment. I'm tired of being humble with Roman Reigns to Logan Paul where it was a final build for, before Crown Jewel where he, where people, because everybody was building up. Can Logan Paul land the lucky punch? But Roman was like, but what about if I can knock him out? And he said, I'm tired of being humble. I'm tired of letting people think they got a chance. So he was, I'm like, and the, his delivery, we'll talk about delivery in just a second. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Roman Reigns, the next category is I'll never forgive you for what you did to us when he was talking, to, when he had a face off with Seth Rollins before the Royal Rumble this year. The next one is I am a man where Hangman snapped in the ring where he says the depression, the pills aren't working. I can't really do the promo justice, but if you watch this promo, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That is on his list. Your daddy's not here anymore. Where Roman Reigns was talking trash to Austin Theory. That was a, this was fresh off of Vince McMahon retiring from the WWE, so Austin Theory was left out left out high and dry. Bobby, who where Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman where they reunited, where Brock where Brock Lesnar gave us a knock knock joke on live television. Knock knock, who's there? Bobby, Bobby, who exactly? It, hilarious. You're a yes, bad father. That was Finn Balor to Rey Mysterio. It's always been personal. Roman Reigns' hype, final, final hype before WrestleMania, his winner-take-all match against Brock Lesnar. That's not cowboy shit. That's coward shit. CM Punk to Hangman Adam Page. Let's talk about your family. Seth Rollins going in on Matt Riddle. I picked this this category, and you have the floor, Mr. Highlight. All right. So um, I think this is only fair, given that, you know, this might please the uh, – <laughs> this might get us back in the good graces of the bloodline here and the family. So <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say that uh, Roman's – your daddy's not here anymore. You know, like I'm your daddy now. You know what I'm saying? You you need a wise councilman. I, I I'll be I'll be that guy for you. I got you. I got you. You know, tribal chief. I told you. You know, we got you, man. We got you. We, we, we right here. You know what I mean? We right here. So don't worry. You got that one. You in the ones. You feel me? And I'm sure you're gonna get many, many more because you're the head of the table. We got you. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I got to do that just because, I mean, the moment, the reaction of the crowd in that moment of saying that, the, the moment of the moment coming straight off of, like you said, Vince's uh, retirement, and uh, the Who's Your Daddy chance that continued to rain upon theory from, I believe, even to this day, from time to time. Uh, so He needed need, need special counsel for cashing in that money in the bank. <clears throat> And losing. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Honorable WTF mention. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, yeah, y'all. Honorable, that, honorable that, Goofy mention. <laughs> I'm going to give that to uh, Roman. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, Roman, you get yourself a trophy, my friend. You know, <laughs> to add to the gold of the bloodline. You know, uh. add to the gold of the bloodline. <laughs> 
I'm giving that award to Mr. Roman Reigns. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, honorable mention on this one. Um, I'm probably going to give the honorable mention to Brock Lesnar just because of the fact that that was in Philadelphia. It made Paul Heyman, of all people, say, Brock Lesnar just made a knock-knock joke on national television in Philadelphia. Point blank. I mean, Cowboy Brock's just been naturally hilarious. So should have been yeah. this brought for from the get-go, but I digress. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh how about you, Luz? Any honorable mentions on this one? My honorable mention would probably have to be the Ricky Starts and MJF promo, because that was mm. brilliantly done. MJF didn't say a word. He let Ricky have his moment. He let him, he let him get get the bars off. And it, and it mm. ended with Ricky hitting a massive spear that made you like, whoa. It made you literally for a split moment believe that he's he was winning the World's Heavyweight Championship. That's how good it was. <laughs> so, and, and, right. and it's like they, they built that entire match in one week. They didn't need months of, of build. They just built it in one week. It's, it's, it's pros and cons. Some people feel like world title matches need to be months built for that final payoff. But this one mm-hmm. was kind of the case of, okay, we know that they're probably not going to drop the title from MJF this quick. So let Ricky have his moment to let people know, like, hey, this is me. I'm, I held my own. I may not be the biggest, but I'm the smartest and I'm the fastest. Let's get it. All right, now it's time for us to determine the male superstar and female superstar slash wrestler of the year. Like, going to switch it up like last time. This time, Highlight will handle the ladies, and I will handle the men. We're going to start off with the male superstar of the year. The nominees are Roman Reigns, John Moxley, Seth freaking Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Hangman Adam Page, Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Gunther, and Sheamus. I'm gonna have to go with from a story standpoint, from a uh investment standpoint, I'm gonna have to go. With the head of the table, Roman Reigns, as the male superstar of the year. The man has been killing it nonstop. For the, he's, he's going on a two-year reign as universal champion, world heavyweight champion. However, he's the top dog for the past two years. Since 2020, SummerSlam 2020, we've been on a ride with this man. Got to give him his props. He is the... Male superstar of the year, and my honorable mention will be none other than Sheamus. Because that man has been killing it in ring-wise. He's been killing it uh, ever since, I think, all year. Like, every match he's had, the match with Gunther, the, the match, the, him taking part in war games. So many flowers I can give that man. Or I could just do it like he says, banger after banger after banger after banger. So my the male superstar of the year for this year is none other than the tribal chief himself, Roman Reigns, with the honorable mention being Seamus. Who is your honorable mention? 
Great list, great category. Uh, I'm going to give my honorable mention on this one to none other than John Moxley. Uh, this man literally has had the company on his back pretty much the entirety of this year. Uh, the man was supposed to be on a whole vacation <laughs> and literally under certain circumstances because of behind the scenes drama and things like that. This man had to say, well, I'm putting my vacation aside and I am going to be that guy until somebody comes and takes this from me, right? So, uh, and, he, and even then, still doing it, still doing it right now. So, you know, yeah, John Moxley, sir, you are my honorable mention. Uh, unfortunately, you didn't win because of your former brother and counterparts, who was a two-time. Now, winner of the night. <laughs> See, I told you, we're going to get in the good graces of the bloodline. So if you're watching this bloodline, just know we got a couple more categories to go. <laughs> we got a whole other podcast. You know, if you count Solo, that's three brought home to the bloodline. Four if you count Sammy. So the bloodline's actually been winning a lot so far. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, you know, don't, don't, don't. Don't take us out because you didn't win the mic drop. I'm just saying. Next up, we have the female superstar of the year. The nominees are Bianca Belair, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Jade Cargill, Mandy Rose, Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm, Kyrie, Tasha Steeles, Mickey James, Deanna Perrazzo. And Jordan Grace. Highlight, the floor is yours. Okay, so in this category, this is a very, very tough one in its own right sometimes because, I mean, all of these ladies, first and foremost, in their own way, have done a wonderful job uh, at what they do. I mean, they're professionals. They, they do this, and they've been showing why they are the name that they are. Nonetheless, the winner of this, in my view, for this year goes to none other than the E S T of the WWE Miss Bianca Belair. You ma'am are the woman superstar of the year. Year. Any honorable mentions? Uh you know what? I will throw in um since we're getting a lot of awards, WWE and AEW, I'll throw in Jordan Grace as a uh, honorable mention uh, because, again, whether you watch Impact, whether you don't, um, I'm on and off with it. But from the times I've seen and some of the highlights I've seen, Jordan Grace has just been putting on crazy bangers, uh, being a champion, fighting any and everyone. So, like, uh, most definitely. And I believe Mickie James is working her way towards – trying to compete for one more shot before she ultimately retires. Like if she, she's on this thing where if she's starting from the very bottom to work her way to the top. So she's been wrestling every woman from the bottom of the barrel all the way up to the top. And if she lost any of the matches, that was it calling it quits. So inevitably I do believe that builds up for a eventual feud with Jordan Grace, who is the current champion at impact. So Probably won't come off this year. That story is going to continue going into next year. 
We'll see if Mickey James takes over the reins and has her superstar of the year kind of run next year, or if Jordan Grace continues to do her thing. So she's my honorable mention. How about you, Luz? For my honorable mention, it will have to be none other than Bailey. And the reason why, okay. even though she hasn't been winning since she returned, she's been killing it uh-huh. in that ring. I have to give her her props. She's been, like, a lot of people complain, like, oh, she hasn't won against Bianca, this, that, there, but you remember the matches. You remember the, the bangers they've had. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's, it's, more, it's more in life than winning. Like, I would love for her to win. I would love for all of them to win. But it's just the, the way it is. Instead of har- harvesting and harboring over the the, the loss, just give the, just give her her flowers for the fact that she's been killing it since returning from her knee injury that probably should have ended her career. So my honorable mention is none other than the role model herself, the leader of Damage Control, Miss Bailey, Bailey Martinez. I love it. Now before we get to our final category that we pick, because next up you guys will pick or the second to last it will be where we take the time to peel back the curtain and give our props to those who have lost their lives this year if they've had an impact whether they've had an impact on the industry whether they were fans of the industry whatever the case may be that made people feel some type of way whether it was nonsensical or not but we're going to give them their flowers because that is the moment where we have our real life legendary moment or real life legend of the year. The previous recipients were none other than the late great Shaq Gaspard in 2020, who uh, lost his life when he chose to save his son over him, himself when he drowned, as well as the late great Brody Lee, John Huber, who lost his, his life uh, to a lung uh, disease, you know, infection. So for this year, we're going to give Two more awards, and that the first one will be none other than the late rapper fan himself, Takeoff from the Migos. He lost his life uh, in Houston earlier this year. He was a massive wrestling fan alongside his uncle Quavo, and the impact that he had here in Atlanta from an industry standpoint was felt. A lot of people didn't listen to his music, and that's okay, but the ones who did, Felt his his impact, him a part of the Migos. The Migos flow that a lot of people say was created, it was created by him. And I could stand on that. So got to give him his flowers. Rest in peace, take off. And for the final recipient of the real life legend moment or the legend award is none other than the late, great Scott Hall, who lost his life uh, earlier this year. Uh, the impact that that man had over the entire industry is unmatched. That man, literally, he, he helped change the game. NWO, the Outsiders, the Click, whatever you want to call it. Like he he was a worker. He was a worker. If you want to go technical for the wrestling for the wrestling insiders, he was a worker. He was a legend. He 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 was one of the best to never win the world championship. So those are our two recipients for this year. None other than the late the late takeoff and the late great Scott Hall. Love it. Um I'll say in terms of Scott Hall, man, uh, you know, definitely I remember just hearing about that death and definitely it was very impactful. Uh listening to a lot of people's stories about Scott 
um, from every generation. Uh, people who were part of that era with Scott, uh, you know, very close friends from the clique, or whether it was just people who worked with him behind the scenes as he was like giving them advice on how to improve and just different things like that. Not to mention his actual journey and the things he battled and how much of an inspiration he was to people because of what he overcame. Uh, which is why, you know, when you think about a Jeff Hardy, as we mentioned in the uh, WTF moment, for example, uh, at some point, you know, you look at Scott Hall, even with what Jeff Hardy goes through, it's never too late, right? It's, it's never too late for anyone to truly, truly, you know, you got to fall multiple times before you truly do understand, like, yeah, I'm not perfect, but I finally got it, you know, right. and... You know what I'm saying? So uh, just to see what Scott had done, what he, who he's impacted, how much he was very well loved and cared for, it just goes to show that he is highly missed and um, highly deserving of this award for sure. Um, and as this takeoff, uh, you know, again, the Migos left one heck of a, a music culture, uh, you know, uh, impact on the music culture. Uh, and a lot of that we find out is pioneered by Takeoff, you know, in terms of bringing that off. Uh, but then also just, again, things like Ric Flair drip. I mean, look at how you hear that any and everywhere. And video what it's done not only with Ric Flair, yeah, video games, Ric Flair himself, uh, the Flair family in general. I mean, you know, just literally earlier this year, uh, you know, day one, you know, we saw the Migos pull up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, right there on the stage, you know what I mean? So, I mean, hanging out with Matt Riddle, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and Randy Orton, you know, while still being cool with the Street Profits too, you know what I mean? So, I mean, it just it just all shows that at the end of the day, um, music and wrestling go hand in hand together and it's so great when they're impacted together. So uh, for that, I just want to say, you know, you're highly missed for sure and respect it. And you guys both are legendary nominees and candidates of this award. And as we continue to go further, you guys are in our personal hall of fame for sure uh, of this. So rest in peace to the ladies and the greats. I know you said, um, you said shout out to the, to the, to the late and greats, but, uh, and I know we said we're going to do two, but this year we're going to have to do three. And that is because we're the next inductee into the real life legendary legend moment, aka Unleashed Legend, is none other than Steven Twitch Boss. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Twitch is or was, he uh, was a runner up in the 2008 season of So You Think You Can Dance. That's how he got his break. And he was recently the DJ on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Um, for those of you who don't know, he, uh, on the, in the, uh, two days ago, he committed suicide. Um, oh. this was out of nowhere. Uh, his wife, Allison, him and his wife, Allison were pretty much the dynamic duo of a couple because they showed so much light to everyone that they were around. I never had the pleasure of meeting them. I know a lot of people who had. And if you knew, if as a dancer, if you know who Twitch is, 
you had quite the role model because that was someone that a lot of people inspired to be. And because whether it's like being an influencer, a dancer, a DJ, uh, basically a human being. And honestly, I was on a plane to come back to Atlanta when I got when I saw the news and all I could say was fuck, 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 because it's like he was one of those guys that I looked up to right next to my brother who died in um, 2015. He was also a dancer. So it was like that hit that hit hard. That hit hard because I was just on the plane. Just I had to put headphones in and just black out as far as like go to sleep because it was like that hit hit a toll because I'm like. I understand people want peace because you don't know what is going on in people's heads. Like they can appear smiling on the surface, but they're suffering. And all I can think for and wish that he he finally has that peace that he was looking for. And he has that, uh, that he finally has, He's uh, hopefully he's in the right in the good place now because that loss was hard and is hard because he he come he came off as a good person and it's always the good ones that suffer the most mm-hmm. in my opinion it's like because I because I as someone who, who who survived the suicide attempt a few years ago that hit hard as well and being as swella herself is a survivor of suicide mm-hmm. that that is that is a tough pill when the good ones succumb to it so i'm pretty sure i'm, I'm gonna let you give your thoughts as well but if you are suffering if you're going through you are loved you are needed you're not alone if someone comes off as busy there's someone else that can reach out to you just let us in we we love you we 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 appreciate you and you have any thoughts uh pilot yeah man um you know take care of that mental more than anything man mental health is always a number one priority in anything you do um as a content creator, as a pro wrestler, as a artist, as a, you know, whatever it is that you are passionate about that you do, um, we're all human and we're all going to go through those times of, of, you know, depression or anxiety, all these things that cause us to get to these points of wanting to commit suicide just to escape that mental pain and try to be somewhere in a much more peaceful sense. Uh, So, Man, look, like like Gresh said, I second that. You know, we love you. We're here for you. Uh, call. There's a lot of you know hotlines that that are 24/7 that are always available if you need them. Uh, do not be afraid to call those lines and reach out and, and vent. Get with your local therapist if you need it. You know, uh, to to help out. You know, it's very important in some kind of ways to just exercise the mind. Um, and I also want to just, you know, throw out an extra RIP to uh, the most iconic Power Ranger of them all, and Jason David Frank, man. You know, uh, same case. You know, uh, same case, man. It's 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 definitely something that's 
getting more and more out of control by the day. But when you find out it's the ones that you, you know, admire or grew up watching or really respect for what they do to find out that they're really hurting deep down inside, as Gresh mentioned, it's, it's such a hard pill to swallow and, and take in and accept. So, uh, yeah, man, nothing but love, positive vibes and great prayers and energy sent to everyone who sees this going through it, who is not alone and everybody out there, no matter what level platform, we all go through it straight love. Well said. And, um, with that, we're going to have a brief moment of silence for those we've lost this year so that we can finally pay our respects. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the part of the end of the year awards where you, the viewer, get to choose your select from this select list of categories. We are going to we gave you a list that you can vote over at www.greshunleashed.com and you guys have had until midnight on Tuesday to vote, 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 and you did. We had a, a good amount of responses, a good amount of participation for you guys, and as we continue to do these end-of-the-year awards, we hope you guys get to well, get in the habit of voting when we do it. You can be more interactive with us. If that, that's what I'm pretty much trying to say. I don't want to, you guys to feel like it was just us talking to each other. We want to you that part with your hard-earned money if you're a part of patreon or whatever the case may be we want you guys to be involved in this scenario but this particular poll was open to the entire public it was something that we plugged all week and you guys literally voted and we appreciate you so we're going to start off with the tag team of the year which was a viewer's choice we had a i guess you think i should run down the list of categories or should we just i would you, just for the heck of it. It's just for the choice, heck of it. You know what I mean? It was quite the list because we had, this year we had quite a, 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 it was an awesome amount of tag teams that had showcased, mm. whether it was in AEW, WWE, NXT, Impact Wrestling, DPW, so many tag teams that you guys, but the nominees that we created, and you also had the option to insert your own selection as well. The nominees were the Usos, the Young Bucks, FTR, Swerve in Our Glory, The Acclaimed, The Street Profits, Alpha Academy, Imperium, The Creed Brothers, Pretty Deadly, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, The Lucha Brothers, and you also get to choose your uh, your own if you wanted to put it in there. Quite the list. That's a heavy, heavy list. <laughs> but thir 31 people answered. Only two people skipped because a lot of people didn't partic participate in the actual poll. But the winner of Tag Team of the Year for this year is the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions, the Usos, with 11 votes for you guys. Ooh, we the ones. Another one for the bloodline. <laughs> Another one for the bloodline. <laughs> Well, it's going to be a party in the tribal island tonight, baby. Island of relevancy. <laughs> so keep it, <laughs> to keep it with the tag teams, we're going to actually go with faction of the year. That is next up, the faction of the year. 32 people voted. Only one skipped. The nominees for this 
faction of the year categories are the bloodline, the elite, the undisputed elite. Remember them? That were a thing at one point. The Blackpool Combat Club, Death Triangle, Jericho Appreciation Society, The Best Friends, Hit Row, The House of Black, Imperium, Jay Cargill's Baddies, Legato Del Fantasma, The Brawling Brutes, Damage Control, Toxic Attraction, Diamond Mind, Chase U, The Schism, and you also had the option to insert your choice. Now, the nominees for, we're not going to do a drum roll, the nominee, the, the winner for this year's faction of the year is none other than the bloodline. Oh, we do the proper version. One small step of man is one giant leap for me. (laughs) (laughs) And who I be? You thought it was over? (laughs) You thought it was over? Nah. Nah. (laughs) Now make way for your residential tribal chief. Yeah. Go. (laughs) Highlight. I love it, man. I love it. Congrats to the bloodline, man. You took all the gold. Except for one, but still, he took all the gold. <laughs> all right, <laughs> next up we have for those of you who who don't really understand the podcasting game or social media in general, we have a category where it's best Twitter game of the year. So many people we interacted with, and you also had the option to interact. And I particularly kept this to wrestling category because so many so many people with some good Twitter games out here. Whether, whether you're into sports, NBA, or whether you're into movies, you have some people that will just make you laugh. So the nominees for this year's best Twitter game are as follows. Nyla Rose, The Public Enemies Podcast, Cam from AKA Seahawk, Lovely Laveau, Rootless Lala, Taryn, Skinny Mysterios. This dude's name is General Booty for some reason, but Big Hero Chris. And you can also submit your own. And the winner is none other than the Public Enemies Podcast. Shout out to you guys. Love what you guys do out there. You guys are hilarious because I'm pretty sure if you've ever been on social media, you understand that these guys literally will make, they come up with some of the most chaotic concepts of comedy. They'll bring up some old clips to make their point, whatever, whether you're watching Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW. If they cover it, they talk about it, they make the jokes, they get the jokes off. They honestly reformatted how I feel social media should be used as far as uh, with comedy and wrestling. Like, everything doesn't have to be taken serious because, let's be real, it's wrestling. It's, it's a scripted sport. You're watching grown people tussle for 30 plus minutes in tights and spandex. Come on now, like you gotta take it. Like if you're that type of if you're that type of person that wants to take it 100 percent serious, kudos to you. But they, the way that the people like the Public Enemy podcast, Cam, Lovely, Taryn, Rufus Law, it's like they just say, hey, let's just be 
let's just be entertaining. Let's have fun. And there's so many people that could have been um, nominated, but those are the people that that I threw on the list, and people voted. They with the unanimous 19 votes for the Public Enemies podcast. So they got some people out there that has a back end. Shout out to them because they because they are indeed a friend of the podcast themselves and, and can do nothing but wish them more success in 2023. Mm-hmm. I'd also like to shout out my honorable mention of this here choice and shout out oh, to my family up in the NYC, the Jabba Tears podcast. Oh, yeah. Always. Oh, yeah. We, didn't, we didn't really do uh, my honorable mentions for those categories, for these categories, but yeah, shout out to you for the honorable mention for Twitter gang. There's so many people out there who got some, you, they, they bring that entertainment to, mm-hmm. to the Twitter game as far as like, they like, yo, let's be real. We're just here to have fun because it's Twitter. It's not real life. It's it's a platform that you can grow your your viewership, fan base, or whatever career path you choose. So shout out to everybody who makes Twitter entertaining, even though it's toxic as hell. But you guys are the ones that make it entertaining. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have announced team of the year. The nominees are as follows. Michael Cole and Pat McAfee, Michael Cole and Wade Barrett, Vic Joseph and Wade Barrett, Vic Joseph and Booker T, Excalibur and Taz, Excalibur, Taz, and Tony Schiavone. AEW has a lot of announced teams. Excalibur, Jim Ross, and Tony Schiavone. The entire (laughs) AEW Rampage commentary, because I swear they switch up every blue moon that I did watch it. Jimmy Smith, Corey Graves, and Byron Saxton. Jeez, I forgot about that one. Kevin Patrick and Corey Graves. James Darnell and John Blood and Anthony Douglas. That is DPW. And other specifics. So I believe the people who submitted the other specific was uh, Tom Hennefam and Matt from Impact. I, I probably butchered the hell out of that man's last name. Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I forgot. I don't know how to pronounce the man's last name. I'm sorry, my brother. Uh, but the winner is none other than Michael Cole and Pat McAfee. <laughs> Honestly, I agree with this one because they were entertaining as all hell on on SmackDown at the time that Pat was there. He he brought a different aura to to the announced team for me because he he was a fan he he had the he wasn't really trying to get himself over he wasn't playing the character that man was playing himself if he liked you uh-huh. he cheered on you he cheered for you whether you were a heel or a good guy or uh-huh. if and if he didn't like you you would know Baron Corbin bum ass Corbin bum ass Corbin <laughs> <laughs> and he had some he had a SummerSlam match and WrestleMania match that I was actually fond of because we was there for SummerSlam. And he had that killer mm-hmm. match against Austin Theory at WrestleMania, and he had that also equally killer match against Baron Corbin. So, mm-hmm. and and he actually had came out with that theme song where they was the choir was literally singing "Bum Ass Corbin." I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, because <laughs> we was there, yeah. and, I, and when I heard that, I was like, wait, what is this? <laughs> and then I looked, up, I, and I was like, where is this coming from? And then I look up, and I'm like, oh, that that, that it. it's a choir, it's a choir. <laughs> And also, I feel like Pat McAfee reinvigorated Michael Cole's career in ring-wise because that mm-hmm. man literally was... Uh, he was on autopilot for, mm-hmm. for, I feel like, since 20... 
2016, 2017, excluding that um, UK tournament that mm-hmm. he, when he was teamed up with Nigel McGinnis. So for them to, for Pat to come in, and then I believe, I don't know if you've seen his um, his uh, episode on that Pat McAfee podcast. So not yet. Yeah, I got to see that. It, he was basically like, yo, you, he told, he, he was candid with, with Pat. He's like, you read, it's like you, you brought that passion back. He told him that he was in a, mm-hmm. in a whole, he, he brought that passion back that he was excited to announce again after, out of all the years that he's been and all the partners he's had from your Taz's to your JBL's to your, uh, mm-hmm. to your Jared King Lawler's. He said he was mm-hmm. the one that brought that passion back to him. He made him a fan again. So, mm-hmm. so we ain't got to worry about Pat being replaced. Cause as soon as that, as soon as college day, game day, college game, whatever, the, whatever he's doing now, that kid took him away. Mm-hmm. When he come back, it'll be right back to Michael Cole and Pat McAfee. Like they will be idiotic to change that dynamic of even and kudos to Wade Bear for stepping up because he's been a a, a plus on the SmackDown commentary mm-hmm. team since he's been in mm-hmm. there in the interim. So shout out to all the commentary teams because I feel like commentary is one of the best parts of wrestling because it makes you as a viewer invested. So if a commentary team sounds bored bored then I'm bored. Gonna be bored. Like, <laughs> so, sure. so shout out to every commentator from the legends like Jim Ross. Like I saw that uh-huh. Jeff Hardy um, uh, celebrated. I think people celebrated Jeff Hardy winning the WWE Championship, and and Jr. hit a, hit the call uh, uh-huh. from Daredevil the champion from Enigma to Icon. Every time I hear that, uh-huh. it gives me chills. And as well as, as well as climb the ladder, kid, make yourself famous. And it's like <laughs> yep, when you yep, have I when you have it. those gems that you yeah. can talk about 20, 20 some years later because that was in two thousand and two. It's twenty twenty two, the end of the year, and we're still talking about it twenty years later. So that's why I'm like, when you're a good commentator and and Pat dancing to Shinsuke Nakamura's music every time he came out was one of the highlights of the, th- of the Thunderdome era. So that's why I'm like, yo. Shout out Pat McAfee. Shout out Michael Cole. Ooh. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So shout out to them for real. Cause they mm-hmm. shout out to all commentators and especially the category and the, the nominees in this category. Cause oh, for sure. they've been killing it all year. Whether whether it's independent oh, yeah. or or not. Mm-hmm. Speaking Agreed. of independent, next up is best podcast of the year. We also had 30, 31 votes with the nominees. And this one were the Public Enemies podcast, Deadlock, Public Enemy. Deadlock podcast, All Elite with Keeks and Friends, Life's a Botch podcast, Something Else hey. podcast, and some people actually submitted, six people submitted their own. I'm going to read them out right here because even though none of them won, but I'm still going to read it. Uh, we had nominees like, oh, the Gresham Lee's podcast. Shout out to y'all for those who voted for this podcast. I, I love y'all. Uh, off the script. Mm-hmm. I that's JD wow. podcast, right? Okay, is that JD's, yeah, that's po- JD's, JD's podcast? Well, it sure is. Uh, shout out to his listeners for hopping over here because I <laughs> I didn't know y'all heard me. But <laughs> uh, shout out to y'all, and I believe yeah. the, the last nominee that was sum- submitted by the other was the Black Wrestling Podcast. I don't know if you've ever heard of mm-hmm. the Black Wrestling Podcast. Uh, they are yeah. the home of the Something Else podcast that is uh, ran by Fam and Lovely LeBeau. 
So shout out to them. Shout out to the Black Wrestling Podcast and their community that they built because I believe they go live the same day we do on Thursdays. So, and and they have a a solid following, like shout out to them for real. They built quite the community and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against working with any of them because, uh, us black, us black content creators got to stick together. If if I say so myself, so, but shout out, but, but, but shout out to them. But now the winner of the best podcast of the year, the winner is none other than the Deadlock Podcast. Shout out to the Deadlock Podcast, something that is held by James Darnell, John Blood, Anthony Douglas. It's, it's been going on for around the same time as we've been going on for a better part of three years, I believe. The pot and and shout out to what they've done with that podcast because that podcast morphed into Deadlock Pro Wrestling (DPW) that you see the likes of Bo Jack, Calvin Tankman. All these independent wrestlers in the North Carolina area. So all that DPW wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Deadlock, the Deadlock podcast. And got to give them their flowers because they are three of the funniest individuals that I have yet to meet. More than likely, I'm going to meet them soon because I've met a lot of people this year. And more than likely, sure. then next year we're going to meet them at some point. And they, and they seem like some down to earth people. So. Shout out to them. Shout out to Deadlock. Shout out to the Public Enemies podcast as well for coming in second place with 10 votes. So, and yo, let's continue to support each other. No matter what, sh- what, what, what if, if they are good people, they deserve to be supported. And Deadlock, uh, the Public Enemies podcast and their, and their community that they're building, OTS Media, Black Wrestling Podcast, mm-hmm. this podcast network that we're building over here. It's just, let's just support each other. Whether if it's a download, a listen, a like, a retweet, those goals that that goes a long way, and it and it actually, it actually brings a warm feeling to our hearts. And shout out to everybody who voted in this category because we didn't even have to put this category up. It was just something that I just wanted to do and see if people and people actually look, voted. And yo, congratulations to everybody! Like shout out to all of y'all. Much love, much love, good people. Much love. Next up, we have best fan reaction of the year. The nominees mm. are Cody Rhodes' return to WWE WrestleMania 38 Night 1. Bray Wyatt's okay. return to WWE WWE Extreme Rules 2022. Kenny Omega's return from injury in AEW in August 2022. Bailey's return from injury SummerSlam 2022. Becky Lynch's wow. return from injury on SmackDown this past November 2022. Bianca Belair's redemption victory over Becky Lynch at WrestleMania 38 night one. Stone Cold Steve Austin's return to wrestling at WrestleMania 38 night one. And we have one other specific. Someone put CM Punk's return to AEW. I had that was a nice reaction there. Like it was, it was, it was a moment. It was a feel good moment because I was one of those who actually enjoyed his return. If it ends. The way that it ended, uh-huh. that's that's terrible. But yo, that was one of the biggest pops and of the year. I can't even lie. It was, man. I mean, it helps that it was. I mean, it's kind of like cheating. It helps that it was in his hometown, though. But I mean, it yeah, did, it, it, did it, it count, was right? kind of. It, it counts, but it, yeah, it was cheating because it was literally in Chicago. <laughs> so it's a double-edged sword because, like, w- would that pop have happened if it was in, like, say, uh, New Orleans or uh, New York? Like it probably would have happened in New York. I feel like it would have happened Sacramento. anywhere, or Sacramento. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like it would have happened anywhere because he was gone for seven years. Like mm-hmm. Phil Brooks is a one thing, but CM Punk, even though they're the same person, but it's like you can tell that people missed him. So, but uh-huh. but they also missed the winner of this poll, which was pretty much a landslide with twenty two votes, and that was. Bray Wyatt's return to WWE Extreme Rules 2022. The Eater of Worlds, The Fiend. What did you, like, to be honest with you, looking back, that did, uh-huh. that was a good, that was a feel-good moment. Like, the pop that that man got from just walking out yeah. and just put took a mask off. Like, it, it literally clipped. Yeah. It clipped. The, the you know how because when you look at the camera you know how they had the camera cameras have uh-huh. a microphone on it and it's supposed to, and it was wired to get picked up on the feed they clipped right. out that microphone so bad brace brace it they had to dub over for like highlights like highlight package uh-huh. they had to dub over him saying I'm here because they tried to get the live action of him saying I'm here but it clipped. <laughs> it clipped the whole microphone where, oh, yeah. where, where you heard a you heard feedback, so they had to mute it quick because it was that Yeah, loud. dude, like that night was, uh, yeah, it was something special. I mean, um, that, it ain't too often when you get a return so heavily that it gets a bunch of holy-ish chants mm-hmm. right off the bat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and it's one of those where even though people kind of expected it and anticipated it per se, it still came off like a whole surprise because it was just the fact of the aura of how he did it and the fact that it that place just erupted. Like last time I can think of an erupt something, an eruption that huge, and even that might somewhat pale in comparison, is probably when Triple H returned yeah. from his injury in like two thousand two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like and they was in that was a crazy pop. And they was in yeah. yeah, that was the that was the mecca of arenas at the time. I'm pretty sure it still is. They don't really do MSG anymore. So we don't know. Right. So it's like, yeah, that was. And the way that they built that concept, whether you had to scan the QR codes, I got annoyed me personally, because I don't feel like <laughs> I don't feel like pausing the TV to while watching Raw or SmackDown mm-hmm. and scanning a QR code like it just. It was, it, it. I, I, so I told people, Follow I'm like, yo, I'm right not scanning rabbit. it no more. And, and that, going down the rabbit hole. And would, uh-huh. I, would you say that this, uh, this what they're doing with Bray Wyatt is a flop? Me? Not really. They're, they're taking their time. Like, do you think they need to hurry up and get to the point at some point? Nah, I think they're doing well with the slow build. I mean, you know, you got to let stuff cook and marinate, man. If you try to eat it while it's still raw and all meat, and, I mean, yeah. you can eat stuff. Not well done if you won't. I mean, if you like it like that, hey, that's cool for y'all. But yeah, you're a vampire. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you blade. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, I mean, hey. <laughs> I mean, get that joint well done, please. Let it let it do what it's doing. Let it simmer. Let it so, marinate. Like, you, you wouldn't eat steak if it was raw. Like, come on now. Or you wouldn't eat the uh, Salisbury steak while it still got too much pink in the middle. Like, you wouldn't eat... A ribeye steak, while while you while you can't really cut through it, like come on, now let it marinate, let it simmer. Like we know a lot of y'all are unseasoned, y'all don't know how to cook. When we like, mm-hmm. we as black people, we know how to cook. You got to season it, then you got to let it sit overnight. You got to let it get that room temperature right quick. Then you put it in the oven on a slow cook. 
where you let it st- where you let it simmer and simmer, and then you finally put that slab of ribs after it's semi fall off the bone, and you put it on the grill, and then you let it cook for another a little few minutes. You take it off, put some barbecue sauce on it, put it right back, so you get a touch of the rib of the rib taste. I mean, not the rib taste, the grill taste, and then you got some good ribs. You gotta let it cook, man. Don't don't rush. I'm enjoying it. Like it, it, like him he, him him cooking with L.A. Knight right now because L.A. Knight promo wise is one of my favorites right now in WWE. Man. So come on, and the way tell that, it, brother. So that's what I'm saying. So you you gotta let it, you gotta let it, let, let, let it cook. Let them cook right quick. Like we know y'all don't. Mm-hmm. We know y'all. Th- some of y'all think salt and pepper is, is seasoning. It's not. You gotta <laughs> you gotta let it cook. You gotta let him get some. Put some slap your mama on there. Put some ancient mamas. Like let him let him cook. Let him cook a little bit. Let him let him put some Creole seasonings, some some soy sauce. Let him marinate. I'm putting a lot of seasonings together because I'm trying to make a point. But you know what I'm saying. Like let him let them actually mm-hmm. put some seasoning there that has some taste. Don't let them don't don't let them let them cook. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And that is a fact of life. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dummy. Dummy. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. So we did uh fan we just did the best fan reaction of the year, but you know what? We gotta give the the props and response to the person with the best return of the year. And- mm. Uh-huh. And the nominees are Cody Rose returns at WrestleMania. Bray Wyatt returns at Extreme Rules. John Moxley returns from rehab. MJF uh. quote unquote returns at AEW All Out, even though we all knew he he wasn't gone. Bailey and Dakota Kai returns at SummerSlam. I guess you can put EO Sky in there because she was in NXT and she was gone for a minute. So I guess you could put her in that one. Mm-hmm. And okay. we, didn't, we didn't get any other responses. So the winner with a, it was a little tight. So the winner is none other than Cody Rose returning at WrestleMania with 16 votes. What did you think about this return? Like, even though it's like, you know how we all, a lot of people felt about him uh, in AEW because he was mm-hmm. he was refusing to turn heel. People were booing him left and right, even after he burnt himself literally in a table spot, flaming table spot. So, yeah, he was, he was turning into John Cena of, of the AEW world in, at that point, you yeah, know. So, <laughs> to see him... Uh, Kill it, so to see him come back to WWE at WrestleMania as Seth Rollins' surprise opponent. And I put air quotes because I feel like a lot of people knew it was going to be him, but uh-huh. they still doubted. I was one of those people who doubted it because I was like, is he? And I was like, yep, yeah. he actually did it. <laughs> I think I tweeted, I said, yeah, he we, actually did it. We thought he was going to troll everyone and just show up on a dynamite and be like, y'all thought I was really leaving? No, but no, he did it. And um, I mean... You put on an epic match and then you cut a killer promo the next night on Raw that really just reminded us of not only the fact that you are a Rhodes, but, you know, how much Dusty is very much missed and valued. So, um, man, yeah, it, this this definitely it's safe to say. I mean, shout out to every other return. Those were just about as great as this one, but this one deserved 
to win this one for a lot of reasons. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate that because I know um and it led in, led to killer matches back to back. WrestleMania backlash, the one uh-huh. with, with the purple tip debut at Hell in the Cell. So it, and then obviously he'll be back at some point. People are already having him shoe in to win the Royal Rumble and go on to, to mm-hmm. possibly dethrone Roman Reigns at WrestleMania as the undisputed champion. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. And we'll see. we'll see. But yo, Cody Rhodes winning the Return of the year, it feels right a little bit. Even though I enjoy Bray's return a little bit more, just a tad because of me being a fan of Bray Wyatt. Or and I enjoy John Moss's return because entering yourself into rehab to fix your issues is important. As well as MJF returning. That got a pop even though it got overshadowed because of the whole media scrum thing. And Bailey and the Kota Kai's return and uh, EO Sky as well. It popped me, and I'm pretty sure you, even because we were there when it happened. Oh yeah, we were so there. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good feeling to see that live. So uh, mm-hmm. shout out to all the nominees, like you said, and kudos to Cody Rose on winning that. All right, no next lady. up we have the LGBTQ plus superstar wrestler of the year. Uh, we here at the Gresham Leaks podcast, we believe in you. Uh, living your life free of judgment, criticism, and ridicule and ridicule, pardon me. So we we let we we decided like, hey, let let us include everybody because if you listen to my intro, is greetings, salutations, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary pals, and everybody in between. We want to make sure everybody is included and let them know that this is a safe space. Like we don't judge nobody, no matter your belief, whatever the case may be. We love everybody. So for this year, we have for this year's first ever LGBTQ plus superstar wrestler of the year is none other than the one, the only Anthony Bowens of the acclaim. (laughs) Got to give that man his flowers because, ladies and gentlemen, this man is one of the most entertaining parts of the acclaim. You know, you have Max Caster doing the. The rap gimmick. Scissor me daddy ass was literally hot. This man was injured and he literally cut a promo after every entrance. He said, Scissor me daddy. Then it caught on. It literally, it, it caught on like a, like a forest fire that just started spreading. So shout out to the acclaim. Shout out to Anthony, Anthony Bowen specifically. Continue to represent, continue to tell your truth. Well, we here at the Gresham Leaks podcast is sending everybody in that in in that community love and light because that's all we can do, and that's all as 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 a uh, we want to make sure you have a safe space in this community, whether it's us, any other podcast that you listen to, and we love every last one of you. Got any thoughts? Indubitably. Uh, <clears throat> man, listen, <laughs> shout out. Yeah, shout out to the acclaimed. I mean, even with Max Caster, uh, to my understanding, you know, he's uh, bisexual. So it's uh, one shout of those out. where it's like, you know, it's, it's you know, it's it's doing his thing, man. Props to everybody in wrestling, man. Um, shout out to my boy Rico Gonzalez on the independent scene, uh, part of the LGBTQ community, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, AC Matt, you know what I mean? Like so many dope dope wrestling talents on the independent scene part of that community as well man out there grinding and doing their thing so uh man hey keep grinding man you're doing your thing and you know 
Can't forget about our guy, uh, you know, Fred Rosser, a.k.a. formerly known as Darren Young. You yes, know what sir. I mean? Also out there in New Japan. So Nyla Rose, I mean, the list goes on, man. Shout out to every talent out there, uh, part of that community. Oh, yeah, you had so many, so many runner-ups. You had Kid Bandit. You had Sonny Kiss. You had, uh, I believe that, Giselle um, Shaw. You had so many runner-ups, but Anthony okay. Bones was the unanimous decision there. Shout out to every last one of you guys for real, cause mm-hmm. we love we love everybody who who, who lives their truth. Like let, let's 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 be hundred percent real. Legit, legit. All right, so next up, we're going to step into the independent circuit and give our our uh, well, not our you guys. You guys are going to give you uh, you had the option to submit for your local favorite independent wrestler of the year and it was viewers choice we didn't give you any nominees we let you guys submit your own uh responses for this one because we feel like we don't know where all the independent wrestlers we don't know where we don't know where you guys reside so here we go we got for this year's independent local wrestler of the year is none other than the dreadlock demolition machine bojack he is, the, he is the first ever DPW World's Heavyweight Champion. Shout out to you, my brother. He is one of the one of the best powerhouses that I've had the pleasure of seeing. I can't wait to see him live because I plan on going to DPW at some point in 2023. But I met so many people. I met so I've I've learned so, about so many independent wrestlers watching DPW. It's insane. I already knew about Calvin Tankman because I watched MLW, but shout out to uh, Bojack for this one, and shout out to you guys for submitting because I've had we have a, quite a few submissions. We have Ruthless Lala, she was on the podcast recently. We have Willow Nightingale, even though she Nightingale, even though she just signed to AEW. I'm guessing because she was an independent wrestler all year up until signing a, a few months ago. Uh, yeah. Mariah May, she was submitted. Okay. N A is that a person? Does that he... sounds like an app. Well, unless there's a wrestler named N A for real, that's an interesting name. <laughs> <laughs> Not applicable, you know what I'm saying? Like, Not all right. Applicable, we have uh Kobe Carino, he was submitted. Uh, Kanosuke Takeshita. They they were independent okay. for a minute until they recently signed with AEW, so I guess that can help. We have Matt Cardona. Is he signed to a major hmm. company? Not really. Technically, he is considered independent right now. True. And we last but certainly not least, we have Brian Keith. I've never had the pleasure. Do you? Hmm. So I. Okay. There's so many names on here that I have to look into besides Matt Cardona because we all know who Matt Cardona. Who is. that is, of course. But there's so many That's... names on here that we have to submit. But yo, shout out to Bojack, the Dreadlock Demolition Demolition Machine for picking up this uh, inaugural award for local independent wrestler of the year. And last but certainly not least, for the viewer's choice, we have the viewer's match of the year. And we have so many good nominees that, and you also had the option to submit your own specific. And I believe the other was the winner, but we're gonna run down the nominees 
The nominees are as follows. FTR versus the Briscoe Brothers. Two out of three falls. ROH, Death Before Dishonor, 2022. CM Punk mm. versus MJF in the Dog Collar match at AEW Revolution. The NXT North American Championship ladder match at NXT Stand and Deliver. FTR versus Briscoes in a double dog collar match at ROH Final Battle. The Jericho Appreciation Society versus the BCC, Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz in an Anarchy in Arena match at AEW Double or Nothing. Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate at NXT Worlds Collide. Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy at AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling Pro Forbidden Door. Bianca Belair okay. versus Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. Kyrie versus yeah. I want to butcher I don't want to butcher her name Maru Iwatani. Maru Mayu Iwatani. I don't um, I, if I butcher that I apologize. That was for the inaugural New Japan Pro Wrestling Women's Championship at New Japan Stardom Historic crossover Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar in a last man standing match at SummerSlam the Hardy Boys versus the Young Bucks at AEW Double or Nothing Braun Breaker versus Ilya Dragunov versus JD McDonough at NXT Halloween Havoc the Bloodline versus Drew McIntyre and RK Bro at Wrestlemania Backlash Claudio Castagnoli versus Zack Sabre Jr. at AEW Forbidden Door Pack versus Kip Sabian at AEW All Out. The Elite versus Hangman Adam Page and the Dark Order at AEW All Out. And Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Luchasaurus inside of a steel cage at AEW Full Gear. Those are quite the nominees and quite the nominations, but they did not win. Because the winner... Oh. Of this year's Viewer's Choice Match of the Year, which was selected by you, the viewer, is none other than Sheamus versus Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship at Clash at the Castle 2022. And in the words of Big E, big meaty men smacking meat. You know? <laughs> And shout out to that match. That, that match was crazy. That was a good list. Was. That was a great list for nominees. So it that was. was a killer match. What's your Phenomenal. What's your thoughts on this? Because I believe this was your this was your favorite match this year. This 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 was. It was everything I needed, wanted, and expected it to be. So I, I automatically had that as my match of the year. I must have watched that match over about it at least a couple times this year uh, since it aired. So like, man. Yeah, that's definitely one you're going to put in the greatest hits playlist for sure of uh, 2022. Uh, you know, so shout out to those two uh, phenomenal gentlemen uh, working their style. Stiff, strong, and you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly what you expect. Um, but going into those other nominees, I mean, all of those matches were definitely incredibly fire and uh, definitely deserve their props in their own right. The fact that they're nominees, and I know that some of them got left out. Oh, yeah, it was a lot. It's a lot. That you, that's the thing about this year. It was so much wrestling and so much good wrestling that it was hard mm. to pick. I, like, yeah. I, I literally sat down for This is the longest that it took. I was on a plane, and I had to come up with this list because it was so much wrestling this year. And I'm pretty sure it was a lot more good in Japan. It was a lot more good in Mexico that I that, that got omissed from this list. But 
Mm-hmm. Think of put it, put yourself in my shoes. Like you had to literally try to come. I came up with how many was that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Seventeen matches. I was gonna originally do five, but I couldn't. So I came up with seventeen matches, and I tried to be as mm. unbiased as possible. It was WWE, AEW. And New Japan. Like, I literally had to uh-huh. simmer. I had to <clears throat> numb it down to get this list. And it, it's hard. And I'm pretty sure 2023, the talent, the crop of talent that is in WWE, AEW, Impact, New Japan, uh-huh. Stardom, uh, AAA, uh-huh. that is there right now, is going to make 2023 that much harder. And as a wrestling fan, I'm, I'm all for it because that means... We are eating as wrestling fans. Whether you love AEW oh. and hate WWE, whether you hate AEW and love WWE, or whether you're like me and love both and enjoys both, this is mm-hmm. for everyone. Wrestling mm-hmm. is fun. It's supposed to be fun. If you take it too serious, you need to seek help. You really do. Yeah, because man. It's, it's, it's wrestling. Get, it, get, get in the vibes. Get in the vibes, bro. Like, like come on. You know what I mean, like, just, just, just go be a part of the Wave. Hard to kill coming out to the A, you know what I'm saying? January 13th. If I'm not, if I and if I'm not booked, I might end up in there and I might go with highlight so we can see what that's about. So it's gonna be fun. That's what I'm saying. It's all about fun. I don't know the storylines. That's the beauty behind it. If I don't know what's going on, and I'm just enjoying, and it's good wrestling. Fuck it, Uh we ball. (laughs) We ball. That's it. We ball. That's it. You know. But uh. Shout out to Seamus versus Gunther for winning the viewer's choice of match of the year. And shout out to you, the listener, viewer, for voting for this year's end of the year award. We love and appreciate you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And honestly, that's all we can ask for. And and let's move on to the final, 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 final. Academy. No, I'm, I'm just playing. I don't care about Academy. Uh, the final, uh, the final, uh, what am I trying to come up with? What am I going to tell me what I'm trying to do? The final uh, award to give out for this year's end of the year award. The main event. <laughs> Took out Mark Henry's line. It's time for the, the main, main event. event. All right. Now we're going to get out of here. We're going to get out of here, but before we do, we got one more category for you guys, and that is the overall superstar of the year. You voted. We got your votes in. You got your, your, your selections, but now we have to wrap it up, wrap up today's episode, and wrap up this part of the end of the year awards, which will culminate on the next episode or the next installment of the Likes of Bots podcast over. Make sure you guys are following that. Or wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I believe it's also on YouTube under the OTS Media. Yes. So that is you know, make sure you guys follow that as well. But for overall superstar of the year, we are going to do a mini coin toss. Let me see if I can find the mm. app. I'm going to do the app. We're going to do a mini coin toss, and the, whoever it lands on picks the winner of overall superstar of the year. So let's pull this up. So, heads is me, tails is you. Ready? All right, let's do it. Let's flip it. If you're not listening, looking at it on YouTube, you cannot see it. So, I'm, there's no cheating. <laughs> heads. 
So I get to pick the Ooh. overall superstar of the year. There's All no right. cheating. All right. I, highlight saw it. I saw it. And it, it was like there's no cheating. So heads, I get to pick the overall superstar of the year. And the nominees are Roman Reigns, <laughs> Bianca Belair, John Moxley, Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, Bobby Lashley, Seamus, Gunther, Brian Danielson, and MJF. This will be tough because I've enjoyed every last one of these people on this on this list so far. I've enjoyed anything involving Roman, Bianca, John, Seth, Sammy, Bobby, Seamus, Gunther, Brian, MJF. I've enjoyed every last one of them, whether I was supposed to love them or hate them. I enjoyed it. It was this is one hell of a year for them. But I'm have to go. This is a first. I would pick you. It, it, but I can tell you this right now. It is not the head of the table because the winner of the overall superstar of the year is none other than the EST, Bianca Belair. Hey. <laughs> Two time for the EST of WWE. There you go, Bianca. You deserve it. And the reason why I put that is simply because whether it's in ring, whether you see her outside the ring, whether she's been killing it, she's been doing her thing. She's multi-talented as all hell. It's like you cannot take that away from nobody. She designs her own gear. She stays in shape. She's married. She's happily married by that. She She's literally the champion, so that means she got to do press, all that stuff. She has to travel. And then in the middle of it, she she won she uh, I guess she she won or she was in the high ranking of a fitness competition recently, so she did all that on her downtime. I'm like, wow, that's that's incredible, that's incredible. So I had to give it to her, Roman. You're the honorable mention again. Sorry about that, but you won at least you won male superstar of year. But overall superstar of year, I got to give it to Bianca. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It it, it it had to be done because I had to give her her props. Sorry. Who do you got for honorable? You know, uh, well, let me just say one and two part. You know, whether whether you would have won or whether I would have won that head to tails battle, my outcome was going to be the same as yours as far as the winner overall. I had the EST as my winner as well. Okay. Uh, so you know, um, that just goes from personal experience of the fact that we both got to meet her this year and we saw firsthand. Because she had like how many meet and greets that week? <laughs> like, they like had, to, they had to get nothing. to the point where she was like, uh, no, no autographs. But she, but every time you met her, you didn't, you didn't see. She did not show that she was exhausted. You could tell she was exhausted, but you, she did mm-hmm. not show it on her face. And that, her husband and that too, is, for that and, oh, shout out Montez for it. That dude, yeah. body slamming pe- big people like like it's nothing. I'm like, bro. Give him a single title at some point. Like, come on, man. You know, just gonna stand like this the entire time and not (laughs) like a statue. You know, he was like, I'm tired of this. All right, so I'm gonna gonna stand like this the entire time. Y'all just take your picture. All right, boom. And he he literally stood there the entire time. I think it was like 15, 20 minutes. He stood there the entire time. He did not move. He didn't. He was, he turned into a statue. You would have thought we was taking a picture with a statue. (laughs) I don't know who. (laughs) A wax figure or something. 
<laughs> the only one who was moving was was Big Doc. Yeah, that, pretty that much, bro. Like, but everybody <laughs> else, but he was just, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. So shout out to every, to all the nominees. Shout out to everybody. There's so many things you can do, uh, in ring wise, because at the end of the day, it is wrestling. But before 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 we yeah. move on, who's your honorable mention? Uh, so looking back at a lot of this, my honorable mention, in all honesty, is gonna go to none other than MJF. Okay. Because we got the payoff, we got the payoff, and we got it this year. It wasn't even though we might have. Mm. It wasn't because we we. It, I think the payoff for me would have been him beating CM Punk, but true Punk Punk true. being Punk, we can't really control that. So he got he the payoff. He ended he ended the year as world champion. He finally won the won the title. So, mm-hmm. uh, and and is. The flag bearer of the uh, company. He's like the uh, the John Cena now, if you will, or the Roman Reigns of his uh, of his company now. Like it runs through him at this point. Uh, he's got the full keys. He's the guy. Uh, everything we knew he was eventually going to be he is now officially that that thing. So expect a lot of you know him putting a lot of people over. Uh, you know, uh, not necessarily in a form of a loss, but just, you know, like what he did with Ricky, just, you know, allowing him to speak and not even having to interrupt. Just go ahead. We want people to see that you can go toe-to-toe with me verbally. We want people to see that you can wrestle with me, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, man, he, I mean, his mic game, crowd response, I mean, think about it. The moment, even though we didn't really like the whole Joker thing, the way it was done, yeah. When we knew that was MJF, the crowd went crazy. When you heard the man's music at the end of that that night, the crowd went crazy. Like his reactions lately this year have just been like goat level type reactions. You know, like the fans are ready for him to crap over their city and ready for him to just say something that's gonna make you go, Ooh, I can't believe he just said that. Um so <laughs> Uh, the only reason I'm putting Bianca over him um, is mainly just because at the end of the day, Bianca's been doing this a little bit longer, arguably, uh, as far as being at the top of the mountain, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then also, like I said, like you said, man, I mean, when you think about a year long, like from that first title reign to this title reign, like this is that she got it now title reign, like... The first she, title reign was her, like, I can't believe I'm here. This title reign was, I'm here. This is my moment. This is my company. Watch me mm-hmm. take over. Watch me work. And and she's beating literally Or like literally the song says, watch me sign. Or like the song says, watch me yeah. sign. <laughs> yeah, man. She's beating everyone. There is the beat. Uh, and she's been on her uh, Lady John Cena vibe, if you will, in her own way. And that's a good uh, thing. Yeah. Like a lot of people assume yeah. that we, when we compare her to John Cena, oh, that basically means like the company's behind her. She's the yeah. woman to be. Even if she doesn't yeah. have a title, she's the woman to be. She's exactly. basically, she's basically, and this is no, this, there's no sh- direct shot at Charlotte. She's basically what they wanted Charlotte to be, but it just wasn't as well received as it right. is with Bianca. And, right. th- and this is not, like I said, this is not to discredit Charlotte because I'm going to be honest with you, Charlotte is one of the best in the world. Oh, yeah. Charlotte's um, one of the best. Bianca's one of the best. Uh, Sasha 
whatever she decides to do, she's one of the best. There's so many people off the top of the dome for the modern wrestling that I could say is one of the best. Mickey James, Jordan Grace, uh, Bailey, um, Becky. Becky, yeah. Um, There's so many people that you can you can just start. Tony Storm, Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like Britt Baker. Britt Baker. She's she's been holding her own. Soraya just came back and she and Britt carried her to a it was a solid match, but it wasn't like but you can tell you can tell like she's she's their go to girl. So that's what I'm saying. There's so getting, many people to, She's getting up there. So that's what I'm saying. It's so many people yeah. you can be like off the top of the dome, you just like out like this is the best, this is the best, this is the best, this is the best. Some and sometimes it's to the point where you you can take the gender away. Bianca could arguably be one of the, the best superstars of all time. Same with Charlotte, same with Roman, same with Cody Rhodes, same with Hangman, Adam Page, same with MJF. There's so many people, so many factors you can do. And at the end of the day, it's just professional wrestling that we all enjoy. And Highlight's case, he's been watching it for over 30 years. In my case, I've been watching it for 20 years. So mm-hmm. and we've seen literally a lot of stuff and some stuff... We, we don't remember because there's so much we've seen. It's, you got some people who got... <laughs> it's like, it's not that we don't have short, long-term memory. It's just so much cluttered into our encyclopedia brains when it comes to professional wrestling that you kind of forget, like, oh, that did happen. Oh, Because I can tell you right now, if unless I see it on Peacock, I, f- I can forget the entire year of 2009 in WWE. <laughs> because it, it was just so much going on. And same thing yeah. with TNA. Or impact now. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's so much, so much we can do. But that is pretty much it for our our part one for the end of the year awards. Part two, like I said, will go on over on the Lights of Box podcast at a later date. And then that will be the end of the end of the year awards and the end of the year for you guys, whether it's here or whether it's on highlight side. That is it for us for content wise. It has been great. A great 2022. 2023 is the moving forward year because we're working to get in ring or not in ring, in person podcasting back for this Gresham Lee's podcast. We're so close to getting finding a nice studio. Just got to budgeting and all that stuff. Once we get that going, mm-hmm. season two is right around the corner. And with that being said, we'll, we'll catch you guys yes. for part two of the end of the year awards over on the Life's of Botch podcast. You can follow me on social media at Josh Gresham ORG. You can follow Swella at SwellaTheBandit3. You can follow Highlight himself at Highlight Life on Twitter, Instagram, or you can you can search uh, high, uh, Life's of Botch podcast on Instagram mm-hmm. as well. Or or make sure you follow OTS Media. He's if they're, Wherever that company is, he is not that far behind. And with that being said, make sure you follow the podcast itself, www.greshunleashed.com, as well as at Gresh Unleashed on everywhere you listen to your podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube is at Gresh Unleashed Pod. They gave us usernames now, so you can you can subscribe <laughs> over there. And you can also leave a rating. You can listen back to over 30 episodes of the Gresh Unleashed Podcast, and this is just the beginning, my friends. This is us being us for the year 2022. We are signing off for this part of the end of the year awards and we're signing off officially for the year for the Gresham Leafs podcast and with that being said you guys stay safe out here in these streets and remember to always like the theme song says eat sleep flex and repeat we out be breezy